Hello to anyone and everyone listening. Today, I want to talk about um, a statement or a comment or a phrase that is uh, often said in uh, Christianity that I've said and that I've, I've had to kind of go back on and, and rethink. It's the phrase that goes something along the lines of, God is more concerned with your holiness than your happiness. And I understand the heart behind it, and I understand the, the thought behind it, but I'm not 100% sure uh, that, that, it, that it's an accurate statement. Because what it does is the statement, it, it almost makes it sound like God doesn't want you to be happy, or that God's not even concerned about uh, your happiness as a person. And I just don't think that that's true. I think that... I think that God does want believers to be happy. I think that God does want Christians to be happy. I think that there are promises all throughout Scripture that that following God is a blessed, it's a happy, it's an encouraging, it's a joyful thing. Now, God does want us to be holy as well. And so I think the, the thing what it boils down to is where do you find your happiness? So as we get started, here's what I'd like to do. First, I kind of want to set a uh, the biblical precedent for happiness. Uh, you know that that it is a, a biblical uh, promise. Uh, it is a biblical command. It's a biblical desire that God has for us. Uh, well, first, let's start just looking at who God is. You know, looking at God's attributes. One of God's attributes is that God is a is a happy God. Jeremiah thirty two forty one says, "I will rejoice." In doing them good. This is, is God speaking through the prophet Jeremiah. I will rejoice in doing them good, and I will plant them in this land in faithfulness with all my heart and all my soul. That God will rejoice in doing us good, or in doing the Israelites good in this specific time. That God rejoiced in that. It gave him pleasure, it gave him joy, it made him happy. John fifteen eleven. this is Jesus talking. He says, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you. And your joy may be full. Jesus preached things and taught things and worked things so that his joy might be us, might be in us, and that joy might be full. It might be uh, overwhelming. It might be uh, bubbling over in our life. There's a promise there of joy, not just joy, but a joy that comes from God. 1 Timothy 1.11, in accordance with the gospel of the glory of the blessed God with which I have been entrusted. This is Paul writing to Timothy. He talks about the blessed God. Another way to, to translate blessed is happy. The gospel of the glory of the happy God. The God that we serve is not a killjoy. The God that we serve, the God of creation, the God of the Bible, is not just some some God pouring water on all of our fun. God is a happy God. He doesn't sit in heaven with a frown on his face and just uh, yelling at kids to get off his lawn. God is a happy God. So with that, we can also see Scripture throughout the Bible that uh, that, that God wants us, that, that declares or shows that God wants us to be happy. Psalm 37, uh, 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Delight yourself in the Lord. Find your joy. Find your happiness in the Lord. Isaiah 12, 3-4. 
With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation, and you will say in that day, Give thanks to the Lord, call upon His name, make known His deeds among the peoples, proclaim that His name is exalted. With joy we do this. With joy we find salvation. With joy we make this proclamation uh, of the greatness of God. There is joy in God. Matthew chapter 5, as Jesus does the Sermon on the Mount, starts off with the Beatitudes. And the Beatitudes all start off as, Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed. That word blessed is happy. Happy are those, those who, who do these things, those who are the poor in spirit. They find joy. They find happiness in in having these attitudes or these mindsets or recognizing their their, their place in life as God has laid it out. 1 Peter 4.13 But rejoice insofar as you share Christ's sufferings that you may also rejoice and be glad when His glory is revealed. Here we're commanded to rejoice, to find joy, uh, not only in the revelation of God's glory and the revelation of Christ's glory, but also in sharing in His sufferings, that there's joy. And this is, is really, I think, one of the verses that kind of gets to the heart of things is because our joy is found in Christ. Even if there's sufferings, even if there's temptations, our joy is found in Christ, not in a bunch of other stuff. Uh, just to keep going over some more, just because it, it's good to see this in Scripture. It's good to read Scripture. Deuteronomy thirty-three twenty-nine. Happy are you, O Israel. Who is like you, a people saved by the Lord, a sh- the shield of your help and the sword of your triumph? Your enemies will come falling to you, and your tread, uh, and you shall tread upon their backs. Happy are you, o Israel. Happy are you, uh, people who are saved by the Lord. Those who trust in God are to be happy people. Proverbs sixteen twenty. Whoever gives thought to the word will discover good, and blessed is he who trusts in the Lord. We discover good things. We discover that happiness, things that are and blessed when we trust in the Lord, happy when we trust in the Lord. And Proverbs 23, 24 through 25, the father of the righteous will greatly rejoice. He who fathers a wise son will be glad in him. Let your mother be glad. Let her who bore you rejoice that, that when we obey God and we are living obedient, that it also reflects uh, or makes others happy in God and in Christ. That is just a small sampling of of Scripture, Old and New Testament like that that promise or that declare that we should be happy and that God is happy. It is it is it is a false thought uh, that God is not is not concerned about our happiness, uh, but at the same time, God is concerned about our holiness. You know, God is holy. Revelations 4.8, we see this picture of God sitting on His throne. Uh, and it talks about the, the four living creatures who are uh, surrounding Him. And that 24 hours a day, they never cease to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Uh, they didn't use exclamation marks back then. And so when something was repeated, especially three times, it stressed its urgency. And so uh, for all of eternity, God is proclaimed as holy. This is the idea that He is separate, that He is different, sinless. And in 1 Peter uh, 1, 14-16, we're commanded to be holy. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. Uh, but as He who called you is holy, being God, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. Then Leviticus 26, 20, 26, in the Old Testament, 
as the law is being given out, it says, You shall be holy to me, for I, the Lord, am holy and have separated you from the peoples that you shall be mine. And in fact, as the law is given out in Leviticus, the word holy is used 80 different times in the book of Leviticus, uh, stressing that one of the purposes of the law was that they would be different than the peoples around them, separated, living differently, living in a way that glorifies and honors God, living in a way where they are separated to live for God and His glory. And so here we have that God, yes, wants us to be happy, and yes, God wants us to be holy. And so to say that God is is more concerned with our holiness than our happiness, I think is to, to skew things just a little bit unbiblical. And here's where I think it comes from. As humans, as people who still struggle with a sin nature, if we're Christians, even though we have been changed, even though we are now uh, the children of God, we still struggle uh, with part of the what Paul calls the old man. We still struggle with the flesh. We still struggle with that, that part of us that still desires and still finds satisfaction and gratification in, in sinfulness and in sin and in things that God has declared evil and, and opposed and opposite of who He is. And sometimes we can buy into the lie that our happiness is found in sinful things. And if we have bought into that lie, and if that is how we define happiness, then yes, uh, God is more concerned with holiness than that form of happiness. But in reality, I would argue that that's not even happiness. Sin cannot make us happy. Yes, it might bring pleasure. Yes, it might bring uh, pleasure for a short amount of time. Yes, it might bring some some measure of satisfaction. But it cannot bring about happiness. That God is concerned for our holiness, but He is also concerned for our happiness. The question is, where are we seeking our happiness at? What are we seeking our happiness in? Uh, we are to be seeking it in who God is. We are to be seeking in the things that, that, that God has uh, given us, uh, a relationship with Him, a relationship with our family, with our spouses, with our children, with our parents, with, with friends who are going to encourage us to walk with Him. Happiness that is found in loving God. Happiness that is found in obeying God. Happiness that is found in, um, in making an impact for God in the world around us. God is concerned for our happiness, and in that, God is concerned that we find our happiness in Him because, because the, the small amount of pleasure that sin brings is not true happiness. And it always brings with it uh, death and destruction. It always brings with it negative consequences. It always brings with it guilt and shame. Uh, sin does not make us happy. Now, it, it lies to us, and, and sin lies to us and tells us that it'll make us happy. Sin lies to us and tells us that it offers us great joy. Sin lies to us and tells us that it, it wants to bring us fulfillment. But whatever pleasure sin might bring is, is minuscule. It is temporary. It is shallow. It is not lasting. Uh, the, the, the pleasure that sin brings is not happiness. It doesn't last. It doesn't overflow our souls. It doesn't overflow our life. It doesn't bring uh, joy. It doesn't let us sleep in peace at night. Uh, sin only brings with it death, destruction, and uh, guilt and shame. I think this idea is, is best illustrated uh, by C.S. Lewis in his book, The Weight of Glory. He says this, 
If there lurks in most modern minds the notion that to desire our good and earnestly hope for the, for the enjoyment of it is a bad thing, I submit that this notion has crept in from, the, from Kant uh, and the Stoics and is a no part of the Christian faith. Indeed, if we consider the unblushing promises of reward and the staggering nature of the rewards promised in the Gospels, it would seem that our Lord finds our desires not too strong but too weak. We are half-hearted creatures fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us. Like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in the slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea, we are far too easily pleased. Our happiness is found in our holiness. Our happiness is found in living a life that glorifies and honors God. Our happiness is found in living a life that that sets God above all else. Our happiness is found in living a life where we are uh, submitted to the, uh, the authority and the love and the compassion and the protection and the guardianship of God and His commandments. But sadly, as, as Lewis says, we are much too easily pleased. We are much more content to play in the mud uh, than to go to uh, a holiday or vacation uh, at the ocean. We are far too easily pleased with, with things that are uh, icky and gross and, and disgusting in the sight of God. We are far too easily pleased with things that are, 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 are dirty and filthy. We are far too easily pleased with sin rather than seeking our joy in God and in holiness and in obedience. And so the statement in and of itself that God is more concerned with your holiness than He is your happiness might not be accurately uh, uh, or completely accurate. But the problem that most of us have is that we seek happiness in things that God calls unholy. We seek happiness in things that God calls sin. And God is concerned for our happiness, I think, uh, equally as He is concerned for our holiness. Because God wants what is best for us. We are the children of God if we have accepted Christ and placed our Lord, or, or placed our faith and trust in Him as Lord and Savior. We are His children. He wants what is best for us. He wants us to be full of joy. He wants us to be happy. He wants us to be blessed. But He knows that that happiness is found in Him, that it's found in holiness. So yes, God desires for us to be holy as He is holy, but He also desires for us to be blessed and and full of joy in this uh, abundant life that He has promised us. But it's not that He desires one or the other. He desires that they work in, in harmony with each other, that our happiness is found in our holiness, that our happiness is found in a life set apart to Him, that our happiness is found not in sin, not in being far too easily pleased, not in making mud pies in the slum, but that our happiness is found in Him and in loving Him and following Him and obeying Him and serving Him and in glorifying Him and in worshiping Him and in talking about Him and in sharing about Him. That is where our happiness is found in living lives that glorify and honor and magnify Him. So, God is concerned for our holiness. God is concerned for our happiness. And they they work together uh, that our holiness brings about our happiness. And God, I believe, earnestly desires for us to have lives of joy, lives of happiness, that we might be people 
who, who show that having a relationship with God is an exciting thing, that it is a fun thing, that it is a, a joyful thing. Because if we don't have joy, if we don't have happiness as believers, then the, the declaration we make to the world around us is that being a Christian is kind of boring or is dull or it makes us mean people. And that's just the opposite of who God is and the grace that He has offered us. So hopefully this has been encouraging for you uh, just to think about that, yes, God wants us to be holy, but He wants us to be happy. And He wants us to be happy by being holy. Uh, so if you have any questions or comments or you would like to kind of kind of help guide or direct the, the direction these podcasts go, uh, shoot me an email at cam.stevens at lifepointcenotopia.com. Um, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you later.